Today we talk about the Dodgers' great start, Coachella delivering, and how nerdy we can get talking about our tabletop game experiences. Whether you are living your life on the edge of your seat indoors or going to a music festival, make sure you continue developing those core memories with those you love. Let us know your favorite board game at our Instagram or at our website, totonotster.com. I'll go first. Hello, my name is Edwin. I'm Jeff. And I'm Frannick. And together we are Tilted Not Stirred. So what has you guys feeling tilted today, guys? What's going on? What have you guys been up to? Man, I've just been big chilling. Baseball season's full full in effect, so I've been watching baseball. How about the Dodgers? Them Dodgers though? Yep. Seven game win streak as of recording. Sheesh. They are they're playing right now and they're down three oh. But we'll see if we can make a comeback. How about Freeman though? Worth looking the money. Nice. Looking nice. He had his first home run yesterday, which was a Monday. I was talking to my cousin about the the Freeman deal and how good it's looking right now. And then he's just like, Well, how about that Mookie Betts deal? And I'm like, you know what? He brought it he brought a chip home and that's all that matters. Yeah, he already he, got us a ring, man. Even if even if he has another like okay season, because com- like comparatively to like his good seasons, right? Um, so like right now he's not playing well, but like, like I mean, dude, he already brought a chip. Yeah, but he's slumping right now for sure. But he was injured like pretty much all of last year, so it's really unfair to compare those stats to true to his normal normal yeah, play. Yeah. But them Dodgers, it's, it's it's looking like a good promising season. Yeah, it's really good, especially since our our biggest question mark was the starting pitching, and that's been like. The best in baseball, kind of. So, like, we're we're chilling. Any thoughts on uh, the pulling of Clayton Kershaw on his uh, perfect game? Well, what could have been a perfect game? I hate it. I hated it then, and I hate it now, but I totally understand it. But I don't like it. Oh, that's it. I thought, I thought you were going to pop off. Uh, I mean, if you would have asked me the day of, yeah. But fuck, man. I, I get it. He was hurt. It's a shorter spring. Lockout. All of that. But man, it's like, it's history, man. And they took yeah, it. I was, I was listening to to some of those sports shows, the talk shows, right? And they were talking about baseball. They hardly ever talk about baseball, but uh, they brought up the topic of baseball. And they were talking about how sports... Like, uh, yes, the teams want to win, but the whole purpose of sports is for entertainment. And that yeah. even though it's a sound decision to take out Kershaw because he's he was previously injured, so they're reducing his pitch count. But if he's like, if he's in, at least get him in there for the next inning. And if like, let's say that you know, he gets he gets the the next three out like within a few pitches, then like you know, we'll keep this thing going. Um, but well, yeah, like I, that sports are supposed to be about special moments and that it kind of seems like we might've gotten robbed of one of those I, moments. Cause I mean, how, play, how rare are our perfect games? Last one happened, I think 2012. There's only what, been what is a perfect than, game for the folks at home. A perfect game is when a pitcher allows no hits, no walks, 27 haters up. 27 hitters down. 
Is it? Hasn't that only happened like 23 times, I think I read somewhere? Yeah, it's in the 20s. And baseball's been around since the late 1800s. Dude, I looked up how old the uh, the Chicago... Well, I first I looked up how old the Dodgers stadium was, or like the Dodgers team, rather. And then I, I had no idea that the Chicago Cubs have been around since 1876. Yup. That's insane. That's 100 years after the Declaration, by the way. <laughs> America's pastime, baby. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, enough baseball talk. It just depresses me. Yeah. I uh let's see what did I do? I I spent most of my weekend with my girlfriend, which was really nice. Um we went to Let's see what did we do? We went axe throwing. Which is real oh. nice. I I met we also met up with um I don't know if you guys like when you guys were kids back in the day when we were able to to play outside on the streets with the kids and you know that was a cool thing to do before like Game Boys and all that took over. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, we were we lived in Southridge and there was um all the kids well, Southridge and Fontana and we had a neighborhood of kids that we would all go outside and uh and just play stuff or just hang out. And so we, I still somewhat keep keep in contact with them, which is kind of insane because a lot of these kids that used to be kids are like now adults, and they're like uh, a lot of them are just you know tall or or you know something. Some of them are you know they went completely off the rails in terms of like you were an innocent child the last time I remembered you, and now you're a go go dancer. It's like, huh. Okay, that's that's cool, man. Alrighty then. Yeah, that's uh quite the leap you did there. I hope. <laughs> I wonder what influenced this decision, but good for you, man. And um, I just stuff like that, you know. But it was a uh, real cool axe throwing again. I don't know. Have you guys ever been? Yeah. No. Dude, it's axe throwing is cool. sick. It's sick. I don't know if it warrants the. I think it was like. How much was it? Was it thirty bucks a person? Twenty five bucks a person? I don't know, but to throw for an hour, it kind of is like, eh, okay. But I mean, it's, it seems like a good business to have. I mean, Char- it, charge people. It, it awakens. It awakens something inside you for sure. You know, throwing a a sharp object. Yeah, we threw. They gave us uh, not just axes, but they gave us like something that kind of looked like a like a kunai knife, like a something a. Uh, a uh, lumberjack ninja would throw, and then um, what else they give us? A sh- uh, shovel head. Yeah, it was it was real interesting, real interesting. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically it. And there was no formula this weekend, so that was kind of a bummer. But it is what it is. Overall, just a good weekend. Right on, dude. Um, I'm kind of paranoid still, you know, after having, you know, something that I've been doing in the past week is, uh, ruining our own podcast. And, uh, uh, mm. (laughs) so I'm kind of paranoid about it right now. I'm looking at the, at the volume levels go up and down, but, um, I watched that movie. Fuck. I should have looked it up so I could actually read it, but it was like 
everything everywhere all at once i think that's what it's called Ooh, i'm actually real curious about that movie that movie is fucking phenomenal wow <laughs> so it, yeah. the hype is real yeah that's a great movie can you repeat the, the the title of the movie again no i think i said it the right the first time and i think that's that's how it is every time every, you say it, <laughs> it yeah <changes. laughs> everything everywhere all at once i think yeah interesting it's a good movie for sure um i did that and then also oh i there's a series of video games that makes my inner teenage girl very happy and uh it's called it's life is strange and i played the newest one and uh yeah man some good stuff out there <laughs> yeah i, I played the newest strange. one yeah what are those games the, about? They're pretty much telltale games, but full of fucking high school drama and uh, emotions. And uh, this one, this one was pretty great. It's about a girl who could read people's emotions and how they're feeling, and change things around them to kind of alleviate those emotions, or uh-huh. even kind of affect how they're acting and. And stuff like that. I don't know. There's some good stuff. Definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yuck your yum, dude. If that's what you're into, that's cool. <laughs> There's like a million of those games now. I think there's like four or five, mm-hmm. and I've only played the first one and this last one. And they put you in control. Well, these these two that I play put you in control of like the last one was a foster. Uh, lady, a lady who just got out of the foster system and is going to go meet up with her brother. And soon after, your brother gets fucking killed. And you're like, what the heck? And then you have to solve a crime based on reading people's emotions in the town about it. That's pretty good. Wow. does seem kind of interesting. But yeah. That's that's pretty much what I I did this past week, aside from working, you know. Yeah, but. I guess uh, none of us lived a very exciting weekend compared to all the folks that. And this is a segue to the news. Festival season is now in full effect. Festival season. I thought you were going to talk about Easter. No, no, Easter. <laughs> a wholesome Christian podcast, and we're not it even going to talk about Easter. When everybody remembers that suddenly they're religious. Um, no. <laughs> hey, the peeps are hype. I like peeps. I never. I was never a fan of peeps, yo. Well, I what I was gonna bring up, they serve a purpose, you know, and they're pretty. They're they're tame candy, but when when the going is rough and you just want something sugary, they do in a pinch. You know, there's Deep peeps. Tears. D-tier candy. Continue, Frannick. There's Peeps milk, actually. They sell you marshmallow-flavored milk. That sounds disgusting. Frannick, please continue. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So, uh, the Revol Festival and Coachella were this past weekend. Oh, yeah. And so, so, yeah, people got lit. People out there, you know, back to normal, I guess. COVID doesn't exist. It never existed, brother. It never existed. It was a hoax. That's what I heard. But yeah, so, so I don't know. Do you, are you guys familiar with the Revolve Festival? I'll talk about that first. No, I only no. ever heard of Coachella. 
So the Revolve Festival is basically a mini festival for like an event. It's more of like a party. It's an invitation only. So you can imagine uh, like all the obnoxious um, influencers and celebrities that get invited to this thing. And it's supposed to be basically the weekend before Coachella. And uh, it's not affiliated, by the way. So it's kind of like its own thing. And uh, are, do you guys remember the fire Festival? Yeah, the giant scam. Yeah, that, so the the Revolve Festival uh, this year was getting comparisons to the fire Festival because of like long wait times. And I guess, you know, these people are, are used to being treated special. And so they can't wait in the desert like everyone else, I guess. But anyways, that's not the important thing. The important thing here is that Coachella was popping, it seems. I didn't go. I was... I could have gone, actually, now that I remember. You guys remember that I used to work at uh, music festivals, like uh, serving food and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my boss for that hit me up. I'm just remembering right now, and I said, nah. Maybe I should have taken up on, taken him up on it, because that was some pretty cool stuff. They had... um. I mean, for all those out there that love Harry Styles, I heard he had a great performance. Doja Cat would have been really cool to see. Billie Eilish apparently had the the dude from Gorillaz come out and sing Feel Good. Oh, I now have to fucking watch. Oh, my. Fuck you, friend. Like, why'd you do this? And so. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I spend a lot of time out where Coachella's at, where they where they throw the festival. Indio. Uh-huh. Yeah. But fuck nowhere. But yeah. I spend a lot of time out there and I was, you know, I went over there and sure enough, I just saw a bunch of naked ass people on the streets, all this stuff. Right. And it's funny because I follow, I guess, I I guess, I I guess I'll come out and say it. I'll follow Pokimane on Instagram. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a tier three sub, not a tier three sub, but I do follow her on Instagram. You're just a lurker. And um, she posted a picture of, like, the place she was staying at um, for, uh, for like, Coachella, right? And uh-huh. it's right down the block from where I was. I was like, oh, cool. I know that place. Wow, and she actually gave out that information? No, she just posted a picture of, like, a house. You know, oh, and, okay. and you recognize the house, I guess. Yeah, because I pass by the house all the time, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I, I recognize." It's giving me stalker vibes. Yeah, man. Said <laughs> yeah, you weren't a tier three <laughs> sub, but I'm not believing it. Hey, man. Hey, and then um, I don't know. I was like looking at Billie Eilish's story on her Instagram, and she's like driving by, and like there was dust storm out there, and it was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm here. I know. I know exactly what." Is happening out there. Yep, yep. I don't know. It felt really weird to just be in the same area as a bunch of fucking people. You were there, but you weren't there. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I was mean, a, I've been in the same building. A lot as, less uh, cool, but yeah. As Mila, it's... as Kutcher, <laughs> as Dre, you know, Snoop Dogg. Dude, you hung out in the boxes oh, that the they stadium. hang out on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hung out in the boxes they hung out on. Yeah. So. True. Um. But yeah, so Coachella was uh was apparently pretty dope. I was trying to look up any kind of negative stuff and for the most part it was mostly just uh 
people not knowing whether or not to be concerned about another super spreader event. And uh, I don't know. I guess that's it. There was nothing bad. Everyone loved it. Hooray. So good shit for all those who got uh, tickets to Coachella. I heard, I think they were like 500 or some shit like that. I don't know. They were hella expensive. I wasn't going to yeah. do it. Fuck but that noise. It was definitely a treat for everybody who went out there. And uh, that's basically all I got to say about that. What did you, you said that there was uh, naked people in that area. Yeah. Practically naked. What do you, How do you feel about the... Uh, the fashion for these festivals nowadays. I mean, to each their own. I don't know how I would uh, fare in this in this uh, in these situations. So I don't know. It's to each their own. Honestly, Las Vegas is the same way. You know, clothing is optional when you're in Vegas. <laughs> that is, that is true, man. That is true. It's uh, it's definitely super awkward when you're just like you know walking the street, minding your own business. You're with your lady, cool beans, and then some random chick with pasties walks down the street, and you're just like, oh god, look away. Oh, look at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Paris is so nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. just Vegas is a wild. I went to the rave. The girls there were wild. The men too. They were they were out there thirst trapping it up but uh but yeah coachella is no different it's i went when did i go was it 2019 or 20 yeah i guess it was 2019 when i went you popped the 500 hots for that no dude i went for work i got paid to be there yeah 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 Yeah. sure and uh and yeah it's crazy i didn't want to go back this year because i was not about to stand in the like the desert sun with like a because I, I I was there for like the sandstorms and like all that bullshit and and camping out there during like no there was no way no way I would do that again but yeah I mean these events are so so big you can imagine like the logistics of it all and trying to get all these amount of people into the the venue and it's absolutely nuts if you've never been to a, a massive massive music festival like this then i would recommend going once just so that you can never do it again i mean coachella has uh, such a diverse cast of artists playing so it's definitely something that is worth checking out you know whenever like Unless your absolute if ever. favorite artist is performing, I I would say go once and then never go again because you, it's miserable. Were you on drugs? No, I was not. <laughs> he was working, bro. Damn, you should have been dude. on drugs. You should have been. On drugs. It's called professionalism. I mean, I I prefer being indoors now, but even back then when I was like the ultimate like concert goer and just always trying to do shit, like I truly met my match when when I came down to Coachella. I was like, dude, when do I ever got get to like be clean? That's like a major thing because it's just like as soon as you step outside, it's like, well, there's there's the dirt in the air, there's there's everything right the sweat from the sun like it's just i don't know speaking about being clean being clean the great indoors and sweat 
Um, you guys want to talk about our topic this week? The topic? Wait. How do all yeah. those things connect? <laughs> it was Tip- almost a good transition, <laughs> man. But then you kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I should have. Yeah, anyways, tabletop experiences. You want to talk about our board game slash card game experiences, D&D experiences? You know, we got the great indoors. We got sweat. Well, and we got... What's up? I do enjoy being indoors. Indoors <laughs> is life, man. It's love. It's four walls, and you know, you're nice and cozy with the AC on. I mean... It- if we really, really think about it, it all really boils down to the fact that we became friends over a tabletop. In this case, it was Jeff's uh, pool table. But uh, yeah. but yeah, when when our, our buddy David told us, yo, let's go play some magic at, at the homie Jeff's house. And it's just like, all right, well, let's go. Let's do it. And uh, that's where it all started. Playing Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah. Kind of feels like saying Voldemort. I mean, we've also played Dungeons and Dragons. But that's like way later down the line. You know? I'm just saying, if he's saying Magic the Gathering is nerd, I'd say D&D is even nerdy. Oh, yeah. We've done all the nerdiest stuff. I yeah, think the only point... thing, there's only one game that we haven't played and that would ultimately, like, would solidify... If we weren't considered nerds already, there's one game. Can you guys think of which one it is? What, World of Warcraft? Mm, well, I, I was thinking say... more tabletop, but yeah, that oh. too. <laughs> I would say LARPing. Uh, not tabletop, but uh, close. What's up? Warhammer. Oh, Warhammer. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so there's this, there's this game, ladies and gentlemen, where that, that adults, right? They gather around a table and they have like their little castles and their little like buildings and shrubbery, cool beans. They have little figurines and basically every single one of these figurines has their own like abilities and movement and et cetera, health, cool beans. So they're literally walking around this table with like a tape measure like hoisted to their, yeah, strapped to their belt, (laughs) strapped to their belt. walking around measuring shit like okay can i okay cool my character can move there i'll attack this guy and then they're like rolling die it's like the ultimate ultimate nerd shit and i remember you forgot that all these figurines are hand painted yeah well i mean you could go we could go into depth about everything and how big the rule book is and absolute insanity what people can get into when it comes to like tabletop games and the, like the the depth because a lot of people might just think oh like a monopoly right or oh um like the game sorry or even simpler games like uno like shoot to ladders yeah like these games even though they are simple there's a lot of strategies behind them but if you start getting into like the real real like enthusiast board game stuff Gee willikers. There's yeah, suddenly there's less time for showers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, even at peak degeneracy, I was still taking a daily shower, so I resent that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying it's just it feels like there's some of these board games are so complicated. Like if you have to read the manual 
like beforehand just to like uh try to understand how to play this game that's kind of where i draw the line if i can't learn it in one sitting it kind of feels like it's too much hey man we all learned gloomhaven together i feel I like mean, that was very, very borderline but that was only because we're playing it on tabletop simulator and it set up the entire thing for us that's true if it yeah. didn't set it up <laughs> that's ridiculous that, that would be a bitch and a half to put together just so you can play so Gloomhaven is like a hundred dollar board game, basically two hundred dollar board game, right? Well, I guess it really depends on what edition you get, but yeah, it's like one hundred, one twenty. I think I remember seeing it last, and uh, it's, it's like a D&D RPG. Light. Yeah, it's like an RPG game where your character, whatever you do in your first session, it'll progress into your next session, and then it's just like a big box that do not open until you reach this in this condition and stuff like that so it's an evolving game yeah you know so as you play it, you unlock more of the board game which is kind of a fucking neat thing but there's a novelty for uh like a novelty that comes with that kind of thing sure not definitely not everyone's cup of tea though because a lot of people just want to get uh you know like the simpler games like i mentioned earlier just get it get it over and done with and that's it Sometimes it's like people don't want to think. They just want to like do. But a a board game that kind of would bring you like, like in college, I remember people throwing parties and playing Catan, Settlers of Catan. In wow, those are some raging parties, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, people would throw parties and fucking drink and uh. You know, play Settlers of Catan. That was, li- <laughs> I guess, that was uh, adjacent people that I hung out with. But even, even You're so like, cool, Edwin. Even I wish in, I got invited dude, to those parties. Even in other colleges, people were doing this. So not just the one I went to, people were throwing <laughs> Bro, parties I, for Catan. That was. I wild. used to think Catan was some like overly complicated, super nerdy board game. And when we easy. sat down and played, yeah. It's super casual and easy to pick up, and I was very disappointed. Super casual? You're throwing that word around? You're throwing that word around? It is, yeah. It's It's casual. It's like chess. It's a simple game, but it's it's a classic. It's not simple at all. You gatekeeping tabletop, bro? I'm just saying. It's like, it's it's no Gloomhaven is what I'm saying, you know? I'm just saying. Not everything has to be overly complicated, man. Sometimes it's fun to just play. I hate any random based game. We've we've talked about this in great lengths. The odds are never in my favor. Lady Luck hates me. You're just being results oriented, man. From it's a the very same, large it's sample a, size. It's the same probability for everyone. You would think that. I can flip a coin a hundred times right now and I would get it wrong eighty percent of the time. I that's am, not that's not how that yeah, works. You you think that. You think that. <laughs> but I shit you not. If you just keep saying tails, I, I it's gonna happen, dude. You would think. <laughs> I've done this before, man. I've flipped the coin ten times and been like tails, 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 and it's only come up like twice or once. Alright, how about we go through introduction? board games that we all all, like that we're fan of right so would you guys consider risk an introduction board game an intro one of those basic ones no no No? fuck i'd say monopoly 
or life. Monopoly has to be Pe- probably one of the classics. But I don't think it's first... an intro. Motherfuckers don't play that shit right ever. That's why. But everyone's it's heard an about it. And everyone knows the basic rules. You roll the dice, you move your car. Everyone's heard of Risk. I think Risk is up there. It's one of those intro... I think if you're game. if you're saying that like uh, if you're asking about the intro, how much more intro can it be than grabbing a board game and not even following the rules? That's like I would board game that's novice. Monopoly. That's novice though, and only novice people are like really into the intro stuff. Dude, are, you, are we just gatekeeping? Is... I thought we we're just gonna be a lighthearted conversation about. Board games and you just calling Bro, people. I names only now? ever played Monopoly the correct way as an adult. As a child, I never played it correctly. It's so funny. I but. mean, I don't think anybody plays anything correctly as a child, unless you're playing shoots and ladders, which is literally rolling a dice and going up a ladder or down a fucking snake. There's too many, too many memories of Monopoly and just. It's kind of like Mario Kart. If you want to just, if you want an activity that'll like scar your relationship, look no further than Mario Kart, Mario Party, or um, Monopoly. You know, and because my girlfriend's such a big fan of this, I'm going to throw it out too. Overcooked. Overcooked. <laughs> Overcooked is just funny, dude. It's just a fun game. No, it's not fun. <laughs> it's fun to be toxic, Edwin. Have you tried to be toxic before? It's, it's pretty fun. fun. It's really no. fun to be toxic. No, man. That shit is rough. It's so Some of my great enjoyments in tabletop experiences were playing Magic Arena with David, and we just shit on the opponent the entire time. It's dude, so you hilarious. Would, you would laugh at, at, least, at least David would laugh at people for being poor. They'll play the first card and he'll realize that. So, okay. In order to explain this correctly, some shit that never jived with me is. You're playing a Magic the Gathering game. And you pretty much build a deck that a pro has built. And you play it the same way the pro built it. And It's the, called net decking, Edwin. Dude, that shit pisses me off. <laughs> That's what that does. That shit gets me tilted. If you're going to play a game and have somebody else tell you how to play it and you played it according like that, you're not really playing it. What do you mean, dude? I feel like people play games to have fun and a lot of people have fun when they win. Yeah. But, what's wrong with that? But playing something because someone told you how to play it is fucking stupid. No. So with Magic, it's different. Learning how to play a deck and actually playing the deck are two completely different things. You are never going to be in the exact same scenario as the person you're watching or learning from. Because magic is that dynamic. Well, anyways, where was I getting at? I was getting at... You guys saw the intro- the introduction, like the very first move your opponent would do and saw that the card was one of those cards that if you didn't put any money into your deck, you would be playing it and automatically start laughing. Yeah, because it's funny. It's <laughs> funny to be toxic. It's fun. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Let these people have fun. I mean, they they don't know we're laughing at them. 
How does that affect his fun? Sometimes you just got to play your own game, man. Yeah. And if that's how you have fun, it's kind of like I'm going to bring back Monopoly. Like the betrayal of like, hey, I want I want to buy this tile from you. I'll give you this this much for it. And the the entire game they're reluctant and then they just end up giving it away to someone because I'm about to lose anyway. Here you go, man. And then it's just like, what? It's things like that that it may not seem toxic, but it's like a kind of a little mischievous, you know, a little that little side of you that wants to just brew up a little bit of chaos and just like i know you've been begging for this the entire game but you know what i'm gonna give it to this person in for free and edwin don't act like you're some saint here every time we play poker you get bored halfway through and just go oh i'm going all in oh i'm not gonna look at my cards yeah i will will play poker with edwin i will not play poker with Edwin. here let me say my let me say my piece here right i will admit that i am the first of all our friends to get bored of something, right? When we're playing anything, whether it be Dungeons and Dragons, whether it be any board game, anything, sure, I get bored. Sure, I no longer want to play, right? And I don't know, I like variety, but when we discover something, we beat the dead horse until it's dead. (laughs) So would you guys give me that concession or not? Bro, it's not like we play poker every night. It's a couple not, of times that we've played poker. it. When Ed, we so played Ed, poker. Edwin is like, you know, the dealer passes out the cards. Edwin doesn't even look at his cards and he's already, he's just raising. And we're like, <laughs> bro, you don't even know what you have. Dude, and that was like an like, hour three or four of fucking playing poker all day. And no, I would get tired of it. No. Nah, man. This would be like an hour in. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I guess. We'll give you an hour. Dude, I still have not gambled at a casino. Like, speaking of poker, still, I'll refuse. I went once. Were you there, Edwin? Who did we go with? I don't think I did. Uh, I know it was me, Raul, Edward. I think Alex was there, maybe. I don't know. I sat down and played, like, three hands of blackjack. Lost, split, lost. And I was like, well... That happened. Hmm. And how would you uh how would you describe your experience? Would you gamble again? Uh yeah, why not? I'd want to do roulette or craps. Craps? I don't even yeah, know I... how to play that. Me neither, but everyone seems to enjoy it. That's always the hype table. Is that yeah, the you... t- like the long table and you throw dice? And you yeah. say snake and eyes. And you put Aren't you so you put a bet on a number or what do you do? I think you're you're basically betting because so one guy's like throwing the dice and people bet on his roll. That's wild. And you and you get like the it's like a community game, right? Because everyone bets with him. So he's like, Oh, I'm gonna throw a seven, and everyone's like, All right, he's throwing a seven, let's all bet on seven. And everyone's like, Hell yeah, you know, everyone gets hyped on that guy. And then there's always this one guy that comes in like, oh, well, he's not going to throw a seven. And then you, you bag on that guy for killing the vibe. But Interesting. What if... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's a he's out here. He's, he's out here griefing. Hey, I'm, a... glad, I'm glad that you know the, the culture behind crabs and you haven't played it yet. It's mm-hmm. a fucking circle jerk. And then some guy's like, nah, dude, you're not going to do it. And everybody beats on that guy. <laughs> 
Because he's he because since everyone's betting together, you're not just betting against the guy; you're betting against the whole table. But I mean, okay, so if everyone's all happy and shit, wouldn't it be wise to split up? <laughs> if everyone's nah, gonna, man. I don't nah. know. I don't know the rules of crabs. I just know that yeah, people bet together, and it's like it's hype and it's a community game. All right, let's talk about some crazy shit. That we used to do when we used to play Magic the Gathering. Okay. So Magic the Gathering would come up in editions, right? We'll call them editions. They'll come out. It's a set. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Editions are a lot easier to kind of. All right. They'll come out in sets or editions, right? And uh, a whole new set of cards were released all at once. And let's talk about some crazy shit we used to do. We used to go to these things called pre-releases. So before the whole set would launch, you would go to a comic book shop or a trading card shop and buy a little booster set, which is like packets packets of those cards. That it's six packs of cards. Yeah, six packs of cards. You'll open them up and you build a deck and play with them at fucking midnight. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I had no idea that this podcast would be about like just attacking our uh, our personal hobbies. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not (laughs) turning ourselves in. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I had I had a reputation to uphold, and now it's just like, dude, this guy's a loser. He would go to pre-release events (laughs) and play from midnight till like five and six in the morning. Who knows? You haven't accepted who you are. No, bro. I'm like a snake. I'm shutting that shit. Nah. <laughs> what, what was what, you were there for the last one we went to, right? Wait, were you? No, I didn't go. Oh, you weren't. No, I, no, no for yeah. me, dog. Fanic and I quit. Yeah, I quit. No, Edwin, you were there, so shut up. I wasn't there for the very last one. I really wasn't. That one doesn't count because we did that one at my house. That was a take home one. And we did that like at three in the afternoon. No, I didn't go though. This this wasn't a peak degeneracy midnight one. Yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go to the last peak degeneracy. Min, uh, degeneracy yes, midnight. you did. I was at work. I would work no. late night shifts. Yes, yes, I did. You went to you work and there. then you went. No, we kidding. literally had this conversation <laughs> yesterday. And you, you were there. I didn't go. But anyways, yes, it was the one in Riverside. I didn't go. Edwin, we literally talked about this yesterday, and you said you were there. I wasn't there. Edwin, the first step is admitting. The first step is admitting. Dude, we were there. I know who I am. I know the that homies I were played. blasted. <laughs> we went to Norm's afterward. You're definitely there. He was. He literally. We literally had this conversation yesterday, and Edwin was like, "Oh yeah, I was there. I went to Norm's, but I don't know how many times Norm's happened after fucking pre-releases. Because I know, I know that Norm's was a place we liked going after pre-releases. I didn't go to the last one though. This was a while ago. And I could tell you that you were there. Okay. Well, I was apparently there. Because you, we literally had this conversation yesterday, and you told me you were there. Damn, calling you Maybe. out. Well, I'm uh, not. I'm not acting brand new here. Like I honestly, I don't know. I I'm just saying, there. if you're gonna if you're gonna put frantic out there as a nerd, and you don't want to accept your own nerdiness, you dude. Know, I, I the dude, first step is admittance. I'm the one that <laughs> I called Fanica. You haven't admitted who you are because I've admitted who I am. I'm a fucking nerd. But anyways, 
Yeah, fuck this shit. I'm gonna go to Coachella next year. I need to shed this shit off. Next year, I need to be talking about how I did that shit. I was there and I was vibing to the music and yeah, he did all the yeah. drugs. Yeah, right on, dude. So where was this going? Edwin? Where was I going before I was really interrupted with my presence being at this uh event? Um. Where was it going? Oh yeah, so you'd you'd go show up, right? Everybody gets their packs at like midnight. Everybody then builds a deck, plays how many rounds? Four or five rounds of magic? Yeah, it depends on how many people were there. And you'd get out around three or four AM in the morning. Right? Five AM sometimes. Yeah. And we did this a lot. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> we, hey, we, hey, not a lot. It was, a lot? It was what? On, it it was, was like twice, three times a year. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we did it five times. I did it five times. Total. I can count them. Total. Yeah. Yeah. See, not that many. Yeah. I mean, was, would you uh, say that more than twice is a lot? No. <laughs> more than twice. Twice is a couple. I mean, more than twice is. A couple is two. Exactly. So, all right, we did this uh, a handful of times. How about that? It's a lot better. It's five times. That'd be a handful. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we played TCG. And during this point in my life, right, we played Magic the Gathering, right? We we did that. I said TCG because I was reading it. On... Short for trading card game. Yeah, we, we played trading card games, Magic mostly, right? And during this point in my life, I said, if I ever played Dungeons and Dragons, I would hate myself. There's no coming back from ever playing Dungeons and Dragons. You guys want to take that away? You guys, you guys want to take it and run with that? And st- then we played Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and Edwin's first character was the little shithead. <laughs> Edwin was also griefing in Dungeons and Dragons, ladies and gentlemen. Edwin saying he's not toxic, and his first character in Dungeons and Dragons was a little guy by the name of Poppycock. He was pretty awesome. He did. He spoke in a high pitched voice and sung Wonderwall every chance he got. Yeah, it was pretty great. And honestly, Poppycock did some of the most remarkable things in that campaign all by oh, himself. Yeah, his, his character trait would be to. Write a song of his someone else's actions and then take credit for it. What do you fucking it was, mean? He it was pretty did funny. <laughs> there was a statue of Poppycock involved at some point. It was pretty no, great. It wasn't you. But, but Poppycock believes it was him. <laughs> which is good character. That's good character. That's a good character. It's, it's uh yeah. It's like the comedic relief to a story. It was, it was good. Yeah. But you guys and want to talk about some Dungeons & Dragons? Your your experiences? Yeah. So to our credit, we never actually finished a campaign. Mm. We got, what, like 10 sessions into our first DM. And then we had a switch. And we did maybe another five sessions. And then that campaign died. And then I ran a campaign for like five sessions that died. Edwin ran a campaign for two sessions that died. (laughs) 
and then our newest one was actually oh, going that pretty mafia strong. one was kind of cool not gonna lie edwin's edwin's campaign <laughs> of the mafia. I, I lost the plot like halfway through and i was just like i'm gonna let them run with it and whatever happens i'm gonna try to <laughs> figure this shit out <laughs> it was weird because we that was, we got to a point where it felt like we needed a rush to do something but we weren't rushing at all <laughs> that's because I mean, it, it was great i let a I lit a what was it a car wash place on fire? Okay, so to all right, what was it? It was my campaign was about mafiosos, right? And it was it was somebody had just gotten out of prison, right? And they met up with this guy I used to describe by overly sexualizing him. Um. Nice. I forgot his I forgot his fucking name, but that guy was everyone's best friend. Probably Tony. And then we got him killed. <laughs> and then Tony died. <laughs> yeah, because we got him killed. <laughs> yeah, then Tony died, good. and then you had to solve the mystery of how or who killed Tony, right? Yeah. No, so they killed the Don's wife, and that's the mystery we had. Oh, to solve. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the Which Don, the Don was the Don was putting it on us unless we figured out who did it, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was an inside job. That's yeah, what my character was getting. In the end, it was the right hand man, but we had no way of proving it was him. Yeah, it was but some yeah. good stuff, some really fun stuff, and we all talked in, we all devolved and used the same accent by the end of it. <laughs> Everyone was talking I'm the same way. Here. <laughs> I'm walking in. I ain't saying nothing. Yeah, that was my character. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It was. What? It definitely sounds cooler than what it actually was. Dude, and I think was that's cool. one of the beauties of Dungeons & Dragons, is that maybe during the gameplay... Of like everyone kind of trying to figure out what to do and like, because uh, it's all make believe. So for those who don't know, Dungeons and Dragons, it's like a think back when you were children, and you're like play fighting with your sibling or with the neighborhood kids, and and you're saying that you're Superman and they're saying that they're Batman or whatever it is, and then they're like pew pew shooting each other with like fake guns or lasers out of their eyes, whatever. Basically, Dungeons and Dragons is a way for you to actually resolve like things that are coming out of your imagination. So, okay, I I'll punch you. I'm Superman, and I'll punch you. And then Dungeons and Dragons will give you a way of like calculating how much damage you actually did to Batman, or if they shoot you with the gun, etc. So that's basically what Dungeons and Dragons is. It's like playing make believe. But you have some rules to kind of be able to resolve shit without it becoming a match of like, no, I hit you first. No, I hit you first. Like, nah, you know. it was always a shit kid that I dodged it. I dodged yeah, I it. I dodged it. I no, dodged no. You it. didn't hit me. How did you didn't hit me? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dungeons and Dragons is cool in that sense. You just have to have open minded people who won't get embarrassed that, you know, role playing. Yeah, you got to pretend you got to really get into the role play. Because so if as soon as one person's not into it, it's just throws the whole the yeah, it throws the whole dynamic off. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I want to get into our our latest campaign that didn't follow through. That one we got pretty deep into it actually. And 
so a big part of Dungeons and Dragons is combat, right? For those who don't know, combat's a very big part of a D&D. It's how you resolve conflicts, right? As a group, we actively try to avoid it, which is what made our group pretty good. Instead of getting into every fight we could, we tried to talk our way out of every situation, which made for some pretty hilarious situations. <laughs> like me accidentally killing the mayor. That hey, that was the the greatest uh, the great escape getting away with murder. That was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. That's still that's peak D and D for me. Yeah, ba- so, bas- basically the we were kind of like uh, between a rock and a hard place, and uh, turns out the mayor of this town was like a kind of a dick, and so we all kind of wanted to kill him, but we also knew that wasn't the way to go. And he punches Jeff, and then Jeff reacts <laughs> with like a a flame spell, yeah. And acts, and we had no idea that the mayor was this weak. He basically just died on the spot, and we're just like, "Oh shit, we got to get out of town." So yeah, great. so after I charred him to the point where you couldn't recognize who he was, so then I disguised myself to look like the mayor, and basically pretended to be him, as the scenario unfolded. Until I can sneak out of the house and run my way back to the group. What was your favorite character that you played? Uh, my first one. Would you describe before I got nerfed? Yeah, would you describe him a little bit? So my first guy was a, I was a dark elf, and the whole point of the character was to be the biggest piece of shit that I could be. To where if I saw anything precious, I would just want to automatically steal it. So in combat, my biggest priority was to rob whatever wasn't bolted to the ground. What about you? Very helpful, by the way. Yeah, you guys complained about it, so I had to change the character. Made me sad. (laughs) What about you, Fennec? What's your your favorite character you played in (sighs) D&D? I don't know which one's my favorite character. Maybe <laughs> I, I know I had a lot of fun with the mafia one. My name was the Mooch, <laughs> and after after everything, I like it doesn't didn't matter the dialogue. I would just pucker my lips at the end, and that's why they called me the Mooch. <laughs> you had you had a cool picture of the Mooch. <laughs> uh, well, I was I was uh, Scaramucci. Which yeah, that was his Discord picture for a while. Yeah, for those who don't know, he used to be the speaker of like, what? No, the press secretary. Yeah. What are they called? The mouthpiece of the president for yeah, the yeah. for the yeah. Anyways, he had a very brief stint. It was a political meme, and so I'm like, yes, this guy's he is my character. My favorite you know character what? was the cleric, the cleric was that... that was blinded by. His religion of worshiping the sun god, and oh uh, yeah, 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 and he uh, he stumbled upon a village full of sick people, and healed them all through the power of fire. He burned them all. That was pretty good. I so your that. character was so religious that he would actually commit violent acts. Not violent. In his eyes, he was freeing everybody's soul and just being being uh, 
a good guy in his <laughs> eyes. In his eyes. Wow. Yeah, and it started with a child too. Burn the shit out of the child. Oh, kind of like the Catholic Church. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> Social commentary, if you will. <laughs> oh, dude, that man! Our first campaign was so stupid. <laughs> By the end, I became a fight promoter for one of our group members, and I was setting up a pay per view event for him to fight a noble in the city. And he got to. Yeah. He, did he get and... his head torn off? No, we never got to that point. That's oh, when we stopped okay. playing. We the, never got to the, the fight. The funny thing was that this uh, wasn't. It was Vince's character. Yeah. What yeah. was the What was the whole point of that campaign? What were we supposed to do? <laughs> we were supposed to stop a cult from resurrecting the dragon god. And instead, we got sidetracked and we started a fight club. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened. We started fight club. So yeah, I mean I that's, a, know, that's the beauty. Yeah, that's the beauty like, of Dungeon Dragons. Yeah, that was the point that I was making earlier. Like maybe during the gameplay, like it's a, it's a it could lead to a lot of really funny interactions, but it's when you talk about it like much later when you think back and like for all those folks at home listening to us, probably we probably sound crazy that yeah. like like this like the this imaginary land that we were saying that we were a part of it's not even half of it like it was it's yeah, a lot we, of things a lot of core memories happened during those D sessions we all went through quests that kind of don't like in real life you kind of we never did them right but we all share the memory of doing these quests which is kind of kind of cool neat. it's kind of fucking cool yeah yeah it's great dude like when we we all went into the, the our first dungeon was crazy. You know, we got into a dungeon. We we found some hashlings. I kicked Edwin's character down in down a hole. It was great. <laughs> Maybe we should get back into it. No, no, we should. no. We I'm not should. ready for that time commitment, man. Who but... was in our campaign? This last one. With the the vampires and stuff? Us three and Alex. Oh, well, that's going to be tough. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What else can we talk about? You guys want to talk about, like, customized equipment and the money pits? That is, having a board game or trading card hobby? Do you guys have the number... No, you we don't talk about total. how much. No, no, we don't no. talk about that. We don't talk about how All much right. we spent. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Frantic has to come nip that in the butt real no, no. quick. No, we don't go there. All right, let's let's pivot. So, uh, what's the what's the worst story you guys had in in one of these trading card game stores? I don't know. I I actually hated the people. Same. <laughs> I fucking hated everyone. I was just like, I'm not like you guys. You guys are all fucking disgusting. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just. It was definitely more fun playing just us, but just us wasn't enough people. And so we felt like we needed to go to the trading card store to play against others. But those others didn't have the greatest of hygiene. Um, the whole fucking store would smell like shit, you know, um, it was just, it was just having some 
greasy ass dude touch your cards because <laughs> he has to count some shit or reshuffle your deck and you're like god damn it <laughs> dude so there was one guy right he he's a big dude he comes in puts his play mat down which it's for those who don't know it's like a piece of felt that you put on top of the table to protect your cards it's like a giant mouse pad yeah he lays out like 20 trinkets on the side of his his mouse pad, pulls out his deck, starts shuffling it, grabs my deck, starts shuffling it, and while he's shuffling it, he's counting the cards in my deck. And then he puts it down and goes, there's only 59 cards here. And I'm like, what? There's only 59 cards here. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I grab my cards. I, cause, so we have two decks, right? The main deck and the side deck. I counted that. There's only 15. And I'm like, hey, man. They're there. And he's like, there's only 59 cards here. So I grabbed my deck, and there was like two stuck together. And I'm like, here. And he's like, okay, we're good. What were they stuck together with, dude? I don't know. Sweat. Cum. Some cum. Some cum. (laughs) (laughs) That right there exemplifies just how, like, degenerate this kind of shit is. Like a guy literally counting your deck and making sure you're not cheating. Yeah. At flipping out over one card discrepancy. Yeah. Gotta love it. My, it's not really with like a specific person, more of a store. Like we used to go to the Mon store and then when, um, when that shop moved into the bigger location, it was like, oh, cool. You know, I guess things are going great for the Mon store in, uh, in Montclair, California. And then they up and left. And I didn't personally lose anything because I had no store credit there. I had no, no like emotional attachment to this store. Like it was just a whatever store that a lot of sweaty people went to go play cards. My biggest thing was that they just up and left with like no announcement, no anything. People who had sold their cards to the store and had store credit in their system, they just got shafted. So did you, did you never hear the story? What was the story? So apparently when they bought the building, there was already some like leaking issues that they never really bothered to fix. So one day the roof kind of just collapsed on itself Yikes. And they did the math and it would cost them more to repair it. And plus the whole store credit, they were in more debt. So it was just more profitable to just cut their losses and end it there. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it totally makes sense if you're a business owner for sure. But like a lot of people got kind of screwed over. I mean, to be fair, a majority of that store credit was gotten from people winning a free tournament in yeah not not everyone though yeah like i'm not gonna defend them either you know i've always i I don't know when we played magic i was always a lot more intrigued by the accessories and stuff that came with the game right so buying die um i actually bought some like ra- I call them rainbow sherbet colored uh dye uh from the monster you know and I still have them to this day they're pretty cool just a set of random dye I like them pretty neat 
some good stuff. I don't know where I was yeah. going with this story. That uh, you have an uncontrollable urge to uh, display yourself to the world. To successorize, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Display myself to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Only in my Dungeons & Dragons characters, you know. Speaking of which, would you guys ever consider going to a Renaissance fair? Yes. Yeah, why not? Wouldn't that be I wouldn't fucking... dress up. I know, but I wouldn't would it be fucking that. amazing? I would want to go like as a kind of like the game chivalry too. Remember Ed when we played? Yeah. Like a medieval times. Imagine Call of Duty, but uh with swords instead. And Maybe. um and yeah, I would just go as like a, a shitty squire or something. That that video game that we played Chivalry 2 had one of my great the one of my favorite lines in a video game, you, you're you in a constant war with the opposite team. And one of the things you, your character screams is, for that guy we like, in a really shitty voice. And <laughs> I fucking like that. That game is, that game is great. But um, I don't know. Tabletop has shaped a lot of our friendship, you know. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that we all kind of have something... You know, to hang out, fall back on. We started this conversation because we have been playing a lot of Tabletop Simulator, which is uh, a program or a game online that we all that you can just simulate any any tabletop game, right? You can play Monopoly on there, and all you do is get on Discord with the boys and just uh, hang out in a cyberspace and uh, play a game. It's pretty cool. Tabletop has been a, a true revelation because uh, just to speak a little bit about it and then we can close out. Uh, Tabletop Simulator is a, is a game where there's simulated board games that the community have created. And even like the the developers of Tabletop, Tabletop Simulator will come out with their own games or whatever. But for the most part, it's just uh, people coding their own or like a version of a real game within Tabletop Simulator. And it's just, it's absolutely fascinating the amount of time and effort that some of these, um, some of these simulations have. Cause you literally at the click of a button, it sets up the entire game for you. It's just, it's good stuff. Yeah. We've been trying a lot of different games that are strategy based and uh, they've been pretty cool. Seven Wonders, Everdell. We played Catan there for the first time. Um, uh -huh. Some good stuff. There's some really good stuff out there if you guys... It goes on sale pretty cheap if you guys have a computer. Yep, yep. Or if you guys want to play any board games with us, let us know. Let oh. us know. We'll be down. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Make us up on... Our Instagram on, or our YouTube. Yeah, our DM. Yep, yep, yep. All so, right. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll end it there. You guys got uh, any closing thoughts? The Dodgers lost. That sucks. Yeah. I like shinies. Not touching that with a 10 foot pole. Great. <laughs> uh, this podcast has shown me that I need to do more cool things because uh, 
I need to get my rep back up. Dude, who are you keeping hey, hey. who are you keeping appearances for? Everyone. <laughs> Were you literally called Gerald in this last campaign? Gerald. Geralt? That was your name, right? No. Oh, it was Gerald? I don't remember. Hey, what are you talking about? Which what? campaign? What? The newest, the, the vampire one. Oh, I was Rob Van Dam. Oh, yeah, you're Rob Van Dam. Right. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess my closing thoughts is uh, <laughs> shit. Do something cool. <laughs> something cooler than us and let us know. <laughs> tell, them, tell them where to find us, anyone. Dude, let or your somewhere. let your freak flag fly, dude. All right. <laughs> you can reach us at our website, tiltednotster.com, or at our Instagram. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Remember to join us to share your questions and voice your thoughts on what has you tilted, not stirred. Later.